Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and welcome to our 30th episode. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Whoa, that's almost as old as I am. <laughs> yeah. wow. uh, I have a couple of quick announcements. The first is short rest. Short rests for part one and two are already live. I guess it's one episode, but it covers both things. It's already on Patreon. So if you want to ask us questions for the next one, come roll with us. Yeah, that one. It was so much fun to record. We answered some pretty like it was great. Really cool questions. I had no idea some of those answers. Like they really blew me away. So very yeah. cool. L definitely listen to them. And if you act now, we <laughs> have three painted and signed Tana, Tana models still to give away. So uh, for our next three patrons, uh, the second announcement is we have a new goal. At 25 patrons, we'll record a special of Durgis and Friends episode starring the wonderful Warthog Durgis and his animal companions. Adorable. All of my announcements. Take it away, Nolan. Hey, guys. Back again playing Mo for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so... Look, just real quick. I have to. This is this is just kind of a cool thing that you can do at work. So when I get to work, I've started hiding. What? So when I hide at work, I do it on purpose because they say good workers are hard to find. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> wow, that's all I got for today, folks. <laughs> hey, Nolan, where are you going? Come back. <laughs> Hi, I'm Greg, and I play Jr. Ranstar. And uh, man, it's good to be back in Jr.'s body. <laughs> yeah me personally i'm in this yeah. body delusions of grandeur there Greg. yeah i'm glad you didn't in the end go in tana's body that would have been creepy on multiple levels straight yeah. scooby doo status. i don't know that body's still there we'll see anyway <laughs> hey, hey hey wait a minute uh this is rachel i play tana the tiefling and i am not cool with other people messing around with my corpse not cool Again, another <laughs> sentence you just never would think you would hear. At least Palisix has you preserved and like it's very fancy. Uh -huh. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's a backup body for JR when he dies again. <laughs> if anything, I feel like dead Tana's clothes are nicer than living Tana's clothes. So I might go back there and like take dead Tana's cloak because it was in better condition than like my current yeah, one. Fair you know? enough. My current one has been like sludged through swamps and everything else. Does prestidigitation work for laundering? Yes. <gasps> Fantastic. That'll yep. be that'll be a spell I cast this episode. <laughs> well, wouldn't your new cloak have a or I mean your old cloak, I guess, have a bunch of stab holes in it? <laughs> You know, that's not nice. Like 100 goblins. That's not nice. <laughs> I don't make fun of the various ways that you've died, Greg. <laughs> uh, this is Aaron. I play Finian the Elf. And from Finian's perspective, the Finian that's the hanging out on the wall. Evil. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> from Finian's perspective, the model that's hanging on the wall is probably in better shape than the one that's walking about right now. So. That's a good point. You could get your nose back. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to fix the broken <laughs> neck. Know, yeah. neck. <laughs> but beyond that, I think it would be a, a fair trade. Wait a minute. This could like this puts pro like prosthetics on the map, right? Just oh, yeah. go. You need an arm. Go borrow an arm from yourself. You need an antler. <laughs> just go chop it off and put it on. I don't think I like this plan. <laughs> yeah, you guys have your own spare parts I, I don't know. Right Tana now. threatened we to kill Finian on account of that, but you know, <laughs> it's not her body. It's you know, it's Finian's no. body. It's no. his. I said if his you body, bring his choice. our corpses back <laughs> to life. Oh. I did not say if you use your own body parts like a spare tire. 
Yeah, you got kidneys. I mean, you're set. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got backup. I yeah. could lose two lungs and still be okay. This is wonderful, Joey. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm Sarek. I play Heen the Scion. And, um, you know, I didn't get to answer or ask this in the short rest, but I'll ask it now. For the Durgus and Friends episode, do you guys have any idea of your characters? You have some funny ideas Ooh. yet? Wait, what do you mean for our characters? Are, are we are we coming up with new characters? Oh, we're gonna have to play like some wilderness animals, of yeah. course. Like, there's yeah, no way Joey's gonna be like, yeah. I call Owl Bear. <laughs> I can chomp and go flap flap. Okay, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> a little baby owl bear. That's adorable. Wow. Yeah, I'd be so cuddly. Oh, who rides on a, Dir- who rides on Dirgus's back? Is it the owl- baby owl bear? It'd be a bird, right? Sure. Why not? What <laughs> class would an owl bear be? A paladin for sure. That's kind of cool. Smite. <laughs> I will smite you with my wing claws. What about you two? Oh, I got I got ideas. Joey, okay. Joey look me in the eyes and Ugh. you don't think I have a million puns? No, I know. For the record, I'm not even a sure. Musketeer. That, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure if I'll be DMing it. It might be one of you doing that. Ooh. So I guess I'll have to think of a character. I hadn't given this I any thought. Awesome characters. Oh, I've got a perfect character <laughs> so for you, Joey. Fun. Great. Okay. Maybe I'll let our patrons make my character. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, does anyone else have anything to mention about body parts or bigs or anything else like that? No? Okay. Raise your glasses, boys. Here's to nerds who are far more interesting than everyone else. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Chapter 30, Dragon Heist. It's around noon when the five of you, alongside Dergus, of course, step out of the tree portal opened by the ancient Black Dragon, Palisix. On the other side is a massive courtyard in the middle of a bustling high-end market district. You see people of every race going about their business. The favored style seems to be baggy clothing and robes, though the colors seem to be they, they come in three distinct categories. Most wear exclusively whites and grays, some wear entirely black, while others are clad in bright, vibrant colors. Is yellow one of those colors? Yes. I would like to flip my vest inside out so I have a very vibrant yellow uh, <laughs> monk robe. You, you may do that. <laughs> yes. And it, while yellow is, the only color you don't see is blue which makes the tremendous blue sapphire inlaid in the courtyard all the more impressive. It's stylized like a glistening sun with seven rays, each a different color, spiraling outward from it. Everything from the stone ground to the marble architecture is pristine and clean, and there's plenty of room to breathe and walk. Welcome to the island nation of Dragon Spiral. Wow. Is JR going to steal the sapphire? It's, mm-hmm. it's like 30 feet in diameter. That would be impressive. It's a 30-foot diameter <laughs> sapphire? Yes. yes. Holy mother I'm of... Not, I'm not joking. It's huge. I would also like to point out only Joey would make an entire city centered around something blue. <laughs> so for, for our Fair. listeners, Fair. I love the color blue. For our players, know that this was not my decision. This is very purposeful. Oh. Ooh. Anyway, continue. What do you do? 
Well, <clears throat> now that I have vibrant colors, I think I'm going to look down <laughs> upon you people because I am one of the... Wait, let me... Hang on, guys. Let me find out if yellow is a good color. I'm going to scurry off to a stranger. <laughs> okay. Uh, you find... Do you... What... what category of clothing are you looking for? I'm looking for the vibrant... Is okay. it, hopefully if there's a yellow. Yeah, there. yeah. you find uh, a human wearing yellow um, with a, a stone golem following him, carrying bags of what look like groceries. Whoa. Uh, and the man stops and, and faces you when you approach. Yes. Hey, man, uh, just a quick question. Uh, I mean, like, I already know this, but I'm quizzing you. What does yellow mean? Like, you see my garb, it's pretty impressive, right? Why are we wearing yellow? Yellow is the color of the Remington family, of course. <laughs> of course, thank you. Uh, you're, are you a Remington? Y yes, do I know you? Nope, see ya. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn and run away. <laughs> That's not suspicious. <laughs> I'll come back to the group. Okay, guys, so the yellows are Remingtons. Yes, all the bright colors represent nobility. Wait, did you already know this? Yeah. <sighs> JR, why did you... Would what? you like to tell us some you, stuff? You, you did run off before you bothered asking me. <laughs> well, you never asked. This, this is true. Well, I'm asking now. What are you asking specifically? <laughs> the colors. Like, what is this place? What is this place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your questions are too broad. <laughs> I can help. <laughs> what do the different colors signify? What families are they? Oh, would I know the families? You know, you, oh, okay. your education isn't that. They're just seven. They're like the noble families. Neither of is his attention pile. span. And is the white affiliated with a family or is that non-nobility? Commoners. Yes, exactly. If you're wearing white, you're a commoner. And if we're to find this dragon. What's its name again? Palisic said her son's name is Ator. Ator, thank you. She's, she told you that a vulture, Aarakocra, Lord of Dragon Spiral, took her son. His name is Lord Corvus. So you know who you're looking for, but that's about it. And the, the people wearing black, are they associated with Lord Corvus? No, those are uh, people without magic. Oh, interesting. I would like to switch my vest back to black. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as the lone female of the group, this feels weird to say, but can we stop talking about clothing and start talking about plans? <laughs> well, no, no, listen, Tana, we gotta, we have to, we have to bump elbows, I think is what people say. And we gotta know which, which family to be in, because if we gotta find out where the dragon, like, listen, this is a heist, right? Come on, Jared, tell her. Yeah, so this is a heist. We have to know everything. Okay. Are magic users looked upon well here or poorly? Heavily favored. Okay. In fact, if you're uh, a noble, you probably have some extreme power. Okay. Not well, great. let's make ourselves as intimidating as possible and wear the color of the most powerful magic users. Who would that be? What would that be? Or we could be as inconspicuous as possible and not raise attention while we're trying to steal something. We don't want to raise attention, but if we look powerful, no one will stop to ask us what we're doing. True. I don't think they'll care either way. Okay. Well, let's figure out where this dragon is being stashed and... Does anyone have any crayons? Because we could draw like water <laughs> posters. <laughs> hmm. You know, for two guys who just got their bodies back and will no longer have them in three days, if we don't do this, you're being awfully glib. Oh. 
Well, well now, now you're just bringing the mood down, Tana. <laughs> yeah, Tana. We have a dragon to go rescue. I suggest we do it as quickly as possible. This is supposed to be a comedy adventure, after all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay. go find the Lord Corvus's um, dungeons. I suspect that's where we'll find this dragon. And what, we just ask around? I, mean, I, I could do that. We should just look plan? for the largest, you know, palace or castle in the in, in Dragon Spiral. And perhaps that will be where we need to go. By square footage, by <laughs> acreage value. <laughs> by by its name? level of fear it inspires in us, most likely. Ah, well, <laughs> good idea. There's over 40 mansions here, so. I'm just going to go walk up to the nearest person. Do Actually, you know which before one is I Lord do. <laughs> we were dialoguing. Were you? Yeah. Are, are there tieflings here? Yes. Okay. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. You see tieflings. Okay, uh, well, then you know what? I'm just going to walk up to the nearest person and cast friends and ask where Lord Corvus's manor is. One of us is probably the nearest person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Tana. I don't know where it is. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me clarify. I will shove past my friends and walk up to the nearest stranger who doesn't look like a schmuck. <laughs> well... <laughs> Interesting bar that you're setting there. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask you the same question I asked. Nolan, what clothing type are you looking for? The the people in white, the people in black, or the people in color? Hold on. I'm going to roll a die. <laughs> of course you are. Uh, <laughs> cool, not 20. Black. You go up to the, the closest person in black. This person has, is sweeping currently. Okay. Um, and, and as you get closer, you... you Realize that this black clothing is really familiar to you. Uh, you 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 realize that you knew someone who wore clothing almost identical to this. It's very nondescript. It's very loose fitting, easy to move in, easy to do chores in. Zai, the woman you saved from the path of malice. I'm going to stumble, uh, and I guess just just quickly recover, <clears throat> and uh, and I'll cast friends and ask them where Corvus's manor is. Uh, the the man looks up to at you, notices you're wearing color in your cloak, and immediately looks back down to the task that he's doing. I guess I will roll oh. to see if he knows. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows really well, right? I, I'm sorry, I don't know. Okay, do, do you know who I could ask who would? No, no, I'm sorry. I'll just roll my eyes and turn around. He, and he, then I'll think better of it and turn back to him. I remember that as I was dying, she called herself profane. And seeing as she was wearing the same clothes as this man, I just feel some emotion tugging at my heartstrings. I'm going to turn back to him and put a hand on his shoulder, and I suspect that'll probably scare him. But I'm not flinch. trying to. Yeah, he'll flinch. And I, I'll look at him square in the eye, and I'll say... Thank you very much for your help, regardless. And I will smile, which again, will probably look a little creepy. And I'll turn away again. He stares dumbfounded, not sure how to react to this. You're a good person. (laughs) (laughs) That feels like a JR thing. Um, Should I ask someone else? Maybe Uh, someone who's not profane? You see, uh, here is kind of the opposite of where we were. Yeah. People without magic are... Okay. 
So basically I, second classes. So should I go up to somebody in color then and ask? They might know more. Okay. Uh, then I will walk up to the nearest person wearing a, a bright color. Yeah, you you ask around person to person, people who are out, uh, most of them shopping. This is a market district, after all. And after asking a few people, you do finally find one who knows who you're talking to. Um, and they, they point you in the direction of where his manor is. Okay, I will gesture to the guys and start walking in that direction, I suppose. Uh, just outside the market district, you find a, a, essentially a gated community of, of mansions that have big yards all gated by metal fences, and, and everything is so clean. I, you imagine the profane do a good job keeping everything so spotless. Mm. JR, hmm? if we use magical means to gain access to Lord Corvus's manor and dungeons, would that likely attract attention since so many are magic users here? Oh, I think it would draw less attention than where we just came from. Because everyone uses magic, so nobody's going to be looking for it. So, as you arrive outside this house, um, we are going to be using flashbacks again. So each of you has one flashback sequence that you can use. At any point, you can interrupt me and say, well, actually, um, <laughs> and narrate what you did. So you will spend the next day, I imagine, scoping the place out, getting familiar with it, familiar with the people, the guards, whatever. So when we launch into this, it is assumed that you all did something cool over the last day for your heist. Quite that the makes assumption. Sense? Yeah, it's a massive assumption. Infinity yeah, yeah. is not cool. So, a day has passed, and you've all spent the past 24 hours hopefully doing something cool. Right. right and now, okay. you all find yourself outside the manor. There is a 10-foot-tall iron fence surrounding the perimeter of the mansion, um, and it's impressive yard, and there is a mage guard standing beside the fence's front gate. You know, mages are pretty squishy. You could just bop them on the head a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> My intimidation is crazy high. I get like a plus I nine. Bop him on the head. <laughs> I'm just saying, I do plus nine intimidation if you guys want to do that. After and I bop him on the head. No, okay. we're, we're just going to walk in. Don't worry about it. We will approach the gate. Oh, man, you're confident, which scares me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the You guys all approach, and the mage immediately tenses up as you approach. And I will simply nod to him and motion to open the gate. I will say nothing. Uh... <laughs> no? The, the, the mage will, will laugh. Get lost. I'll stare at him with my uh, dead and broken eye and just blink a couple times. Lord Corvus instructed us to come at his summons. Are you denying us entry? Lord Corvus isn't expecting any visitors. You would turn away an honored gith and nobility? <sighs> what are your names? What is your name? That is the real question. For when I converse with Lord Corvus, that will be the first point. I'm going to stand next to you and cross my arms could I please roll for intimidation so I can support him on this? Yeah, so I, he, I'd like you to roll intimidation, but do so with advantage because Tana is Alrighty. helping. 18. 18 is pretty good. He's, he's 
as you talk and as Tana is standing there menacingly, he's starting to think things through. Let me confirm. And he begins casting a spell and he... I will interrupt him while he's doing this. Yes. The longer you delay us, the more angry I get. Have you ever had your thoughts turned upside down or perhaps inside out? What are you wearing? I'm wearing my normal clothes. There is no distinction here in terms of nobility, in terms of commoner or profane. But there is color, right? I think you have some yeah, color my, in Yeah, my here. color is generally a, a tannish and some brown, as well as some red accents on the top of my clothes. Uh, and, you know, my cloaks are bright red, like fire, so. Or perhaps my seeker friends would know even better, but alas, we do not want to bother them, do we? I'll flick my tail menacingly like a barb. Seekers, what are they doing here? That's why we came to speak to Corvus. Are you going to continue to delay our seeker friend? He looks down and, and you can tell he's really, he's thinking about this, like thinking through all of what he should be doing. Is the gate unlocked? No, but he they will turn and open the gate for you. And he will watch you very suspiciously, but he will allow you to enter. I'm not going to acknowledge him. He's beneath me. I'm going to walk through. Same. All right. You guys are within the yard now, and you see the rather imposing mansion. Uh, you presume that the big wooden front door is locked. I cannot believe that worked. <laughs> I knew Gith were respected, but not. I did not believe I could push my luck like that. <laughs> that definitely shouldn't have worked. That should not have worked. We should move really fast now. I I, I was serious. I could have turned his thoughts inside out. Uh, anyway, yes, the Wait, task. Uh, I don't know how he would have let me in with Dirgus here. <laughs> this just makes no sense. What a gullible man. <laughs> or we're in trouble. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, the people of Dragon Spiral are uneasy about Gith. On one hand, we're very respected, and on the other hand, very um, terrifying. Uh, I never have had the opportunity to try that. JR, I do not know what I am doing beyond this point. I do not interact well with nobility. Please take the lead. Okay, I'll knock. Uh, yeah, a profane attendant answers the door. And flashback, it's actually Mo because Ooh. yesterday I got hired. <laughs> Are you shoveling shit? What am I doing here, Joey? <laughs> nah, make a charisma check for me. Let's see. I guess persuasion. Let's see what we can get. I'm rolling a blue dice for you. Persuasion? Mm-hmm. I'm good at that. I got 17. Wow. What are you doing? Well, I'm assuming that they're not just going to tell everyone they have a dragon unless right. they do. <laughs> uh, uh, you are actually aware that there is a dragon here. Okay. Uh, and you're you're maybe even vaguely aware of where it is. Okay. Well, in all honesty, I'm probably, I'm probably doing yard work just because that's what I'm familiar with. But I've been pretty friendly with the guys here, so... And they talk. And you've gathered that uh, keeping a dragon in your dungeon is not uncommon here. Weird. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and open the door to greet them <laughs> in my new fancy profane clothes, yeah, yeah. which is actually probably nicer than my current clothes. Yeah, you actually, it's not bad. So I think I'll be keeping these. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to, I'll open the door, I'll open both doors and make like a huge presentation of it. <laughs> and I'll, I'll bow to uh, the four of you. Oh, yes, welcome to. Oh, God, what's this? Oh, Corvus's Manor! <laughs> and then I'll, like, dramatically, like. Gesture. Gesture. 
at the mansion for you guys. I'll toss my coat on most people. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I take this. <laughs> I'll ball it up. <laughs> I'll try to hide a grin as I walk past. I'm going to reach out immediately and touch your mind. What, what did you, you find? find? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, oh, hey, sorry. I'm, I'm not used to this yet. Um, Stop okay. talking out loud, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Shit. Okay. <clears throat> And then I'll start thinking really loud. <laughs> did, did a little shark come out yeah. when you did that? <laughs> okay, man, so here's the rundown. All right. Turn it down first. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, so here's the rundown. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Corvus almost never leaves his office. He's, like, really busy with something up there. I don't know what. So we don't have to worry about Corvus. Um, it's a pretty well-known fact that a dragon is down there, so uh, you can just assume that everyone here has dragons. Okay, I can take you there, but other than that, I mean, like maybe, and don't, don't tell Finny and I said this, but you could deposit a pig as a quote-unquote gift for the dragon, and that gets us down there. Okay. Understood. Uh, be aware that Lord Corvus might have a reason to leave here shortly. Uh, we kind of pissed off his uh, front gate. Okay, so listen, man, if it goes down the wrong way, just don't ruin this for me. This is a good gig, okay? No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, I don't know you guys. <laughs> uh, please, distract him if he does leave. I don't know, some slippery water or something? You guys realize that it's just the two of you staring intently at each other silently while the three of us are, like, awkwardly squirming, right? That's still overly dramatic. <laughs> so, so I'm over here trying to make sure Dergus doesn't make it look like he knows Mo. Because he's like a puppy. He's like excited True. to see. Oh, he's excited right. to see Mo. So um, I'm like, um, I'm turning on him. Sir, like, I, that is a very exotic pet, but could you please get it away from me? I'm rather af afraid of it. It's a pig. But yes, I'll keep him away from you. My apologies. Good, good. Uh, as a few servants walk by. Uh, anyway, uh, where am I supposed to be taking you? Uh, we bring an offering for the dragon. Oh, yes, of course. <clears throat> and I'll clear my throat and then say very loudly, as is customary of all royal guests, <laughs> you are bringing a gift to the dragon. Of course. Uh, follow me. I'm just going to glare at JR as I'm still holding his coat. <laughs> What's the gift? I, do not worry. It'll be fine. I, I promise it'll be fine. Probably. Oh, come on. Why don't I believe you? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to start leading them to where I understand the dungeons are. I okay. doubt I've been there. Right. But. So Mo begins leading you through the surprisingly opulent halls of this, this house. It's really amazing. And you, you pass through profane doing various tasks like dusting and mopping. In the meantime, I'll just touch base with each of you and let you know what Mo has shared with me. <laughs> Minus the part about Dergus with Finian, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah, you guys find out, but... At the end of a hallway, uh, outside of a closed door, there stand a pair of guards, and both of them seem like they are very aware of your presence, <laughs> like they, they were prepared. We have been informed of your presence. As you are lords, this will be your only warning to leave. I I have an idea. Let's go. Okay. Oh, we're we're sorry to uh, offend the lord of the the manor, and we'll walk around the corner. You'll like turn back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. What are okay, we doing? guys. Yeah. Okay. I I think I have an idea, and you'll see me kind of like just shift to the right for a second. Okay. So it looks like I just teleported five feet. Okay. Okay. Since now, when can you teleport? That's amazing. You've seen, I think you've seen him thunder yeah, before. Ton is a little oblivious sometimes. Uh, now, don't try and save me. 
Uh, and I'll ru- run around the corner and moon the two guards <laughs> and be like, you two can't kill me. <laughs> Wait, what was the point of teleporting first? I cast a misdirect. Oh. oh. So I'm going to run by them and keep running. With your pants down? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Insulting them as I keep running. I don't get paid enough for this shit. Hey, you. Get back here. You guys see JR run with one of the guards. The other one has remained. So unbeknownst to the guard, um, in the last number of hours before we entered the manor, I had um, polymorphed Dergus into... (laughs) A small uh, mammal, like a mouse or rat. <laughs> okay. And had uh, also, at the same time, given him a, a small but very potent sleeping draft to place in the guard's food and drink. And seeing as we've entered the manor just after lunch hour, they should all start <laughs> to be getting very sleepy right now. And and just like that, you hear a, a thump from down the hall Do the- where the, the guard that... The the guard that stayed had, has fallen over. Do the guards and the servants eat together? <laughs> no, no, they don't. Okay, good. <laughs> now that the guard is down, I suppose I will walk up to the door and jiggle the handle. Unfortunately, it is locked. But I think it's awesome you tried. Most groups would just I know, assume right? it was locked. Um, I, know, I know it's a wooden door, but is are there like bars where I can see through it at all? Whatever Lord Corvus has behind this room is very important, and he wants to keep it vaguely secretive. So no, there, there are not bars here. This is a, a thick wooden door. Could I look through the keyhole? Yes, sure. I'm going to look through the keyhole mm-hmm. and see some, I assume, some vaguely hazy area floor on the other side. Uh-huh. Cool. Then I'm going to misty step over to that side of the door. Uh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. You show up on the other side of the door. I assume this is one of those doors that locks from the outside, yep. but not the inside. So you can unlock it. I will swing it right open. Hi, boys. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Tana, I'll drop the keys off the car. <laughs> <laughs> real, real quick, before you opened that door, did you look to see it was in the room with you? Nope. Cool. Do you, all, <laughs> do you all walk in in this room? I don't walk in right away. I look to see what's in the room before I enter it. Uh, the room appears to be some kind of study or storage room. Uh, aside from the big desk in the center, there are three shelves along the walls. One is full of books. Another contains glass jars of various flying insects. And a third is stocked with magic items. I would like to point out that before we all go in, I am going to drag the garden with us and then close the Smart. door. Smart. Yeah, I'm just going to scratch my head and I'm, I'm going to look at the flying bugs. Have I seen these bugs before? Like, I, mean, a, I mean, you've seen very uh, some of these bugs out in the wild before. I'm so tempted to lift the glass. Are they alive? Yeah, yeah. They're all alive in little glass jars. Please don't. Damn it. <laughs> I guess all I'm going to do is reach for it and Donna will slap my hand. <laughs> I will slap your heart. Your heart. Wow. Are there, um... Wow. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, what a Freudian <laughs> I will Ooh. slap your hand hard. <laughs> Ow. Don't touch uh, the bugs. Are any of the bugs of the stinging... Nasty variety that would cause pain. Will you make a nature check for me? That'd be a six. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
a lot of these you don't recognize. You see, pick out a few that are obvious hornets and things with obvious stingers. I take one of the jars that has hornets, okay. live hornets inside of mm-hmm. it, and I stash it in my robes for okay. later. Okay. You're not going to slap his hand? <laughs> I know no. what I'm doing. Ah, that's true. He didn't <laughs> lift the glass. The glass is just in his pocket. Let's hope he doesn't trip. Oh, I lifted <laughs> it all right. It's in my pocket. Wow. <laughs> Can you give him inspiration for that one? I, I, it was he so lifted it. Lifted. It's a pun. Like he stole it. I stole lift it. is yeah. another word for stealing. Yeah. You lifted it. What's the pun? It was, a, it was a double entendre because you lifted up the glass. It. Yeah. And got oh. slapped. I lifted Thank that God. was the only one that understood it. Sorry about that. I, mean, I love that the editor is pouring himself <laughs> on the drink right now. <laughs> JR, where are you during all this? Do you want? Because you're invisible. They don't yeah, even know you're So here. you'll just. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so you'll just hear a voice right next to you from like. So you won't see anything. So it's just a voice. Hey, guys, look at those magic items. Ah! I think JR died again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, I have a question for Mo. Mo, uh, where's the dragon? I think it's over by these magic items. (laughs) We're terrible at heists. You don't know where it is, do you? Okay, listen, this was supposed to be the dungeon. I don't know. This is as far as I can get you guys. You guys have the brains. Do we have to, like, pull a book out or something? I cast l- locate creature. Oh, that's helpful. Uh, yeah, I assume the target is a black dragon, perhaps. <clears throat> yes, the nearest black dragon is about sixty feet below you. Oh, directly below us? Yes. Huh? I relayed this information to the party. <laughs> Fireball? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Keeping yeah. it in my back pocket. Though. Blast through stone floors. Hey, uh, Jr.'s voice. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, right next to you, buddy. Oh my god. Um, what about the magic items? I don't know, but they're interesting. I'm gonna walk over and grab one. Yeah, do you, you spend any amount of time just looking through these? I'll go up and look for anything relevant to our group, I guess. Uh, yeah, there are a ton of items here. Many are cool, but there are a handful that do seem applicable to the party. So yeah, I'll cast Identify as a ritual, and it'll look like I'll, I'll have to drop my illusion and then... So JR just appears in the and room. And then my eyes will turn dragon-like as I identify treasure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, many seem cool, uh, but there are a handful that are applicable to you. You find seven greater healing potions. Woohoo! A diamond that can be shattered to recall the willing soul of a dead creature to its body. So long Whoa. as they only died, they died within ten minutes. Whoa. Wow, wow, wow. And uh, we have five other items here that were designed by our patrons. Ooh. The first are the 10 path hand wraps. <gasps> Those These were cool. designed by Zach. They are plus two hand wraps. They crit on a nat 20 and on a nat 10. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. On a critical hit, you can make the damage type any of the 10 non-physical damage types. Whoa. So anything that isn't bludgeoning, slashing, or piercing. Oh, cool. oh, thank you, Zach. That's incredible. Why do you assume those are for you? Oh, sh- <laughs> does anyone want gloves? <laughs> no. My hands are cold. You <laughs> <laughs> can I have my coat back. <laughs> I hate you. The next, also designed by Zach, is the Storm Rider jacket. It can be worn over light or medium armor and gives resistance to lightning and thunder damage. In addition, you gain a flight speed of 30 feet in storms and windy weather. 
And once per long rest, you can cast Thunderstep without using a spell slot. Ooh. Oh, I'll keep that boy. Uh, (laughs) That sounds perfect for Tana. (laughs) The Amulet of Vengeance was designed by Allie. Once per long rest, you can activate the amulet by speaking a command word as a reaction. The command word can be whatever you want. You gain resistance to all damage until your next turn. Any damage resisted this way is stored in the amulet and is added to the damage of the next spell you cast. Hmm. That's very, very cool. Oh my goodness. Ricky designed the Ring of Dialect. It is plus one to all spell attacks and your spell save DC. And once per day, you can speak and understand one language of your choice, which can include speak with plants. Note, <laughs> note that this can be used even while wild-shaped. Whoa, damn. Ooh. So very convenient. You can now actually talk to your party while you're a pigeon. <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> and you can talk to Durgis. And you know, finally, girlfriend. Big Boy Vic and Ricky created the Mind to Knife Diadem. You become immune to all mind reading and altering effects. As a bonus action, you can summon a plus one psionic melee weapon of your choice into your hand and attack with it. In future turns, you can attack again with it as a bonus action. It deals 1d8 plus int mod force damage and is treated like an astral construct. Oh, gosh. Wow, that is a lot. Thank you, guys. These That's going to save my life at some point. come up with the coolest items. That Lord Corvus guy, Yeah, he keeps some really cool stuff lying around. Yeah. Really. Yes, he does. Very well. <laughs> There's about to be a super yeah. pissed off monk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flashback, I hired a mage to make five of these. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it takes JR some time to identify all of these for you. So what are the rest? of you doing during this time? I'm looking for another way out of this room. Uh, great, yeah. See, there is only one door. There is a, a window that leads outside, um, but there is no other door. Make an investigation check for me. That's some forward thinking. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I rolled a 14, and then I also engaged Heen's efforts in this because he's an engineer, at least an engineering mind. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I've actually done some contract work in uh, Dragon Spiral you know, during the good old days of being a seeker. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm worried about it. <laughs> good old days for who? <laughs> Not <laughs> a lot of people, that's my, for sure. Then improve my search to a 17. Uh, much better. You find that uh, there are scuff marks on the floor near, of course, where the bookshelf is. Score. How, how long is it taking them to do that? Because I'm practicing some sick-ass punches. <laughs> it's, it's taking them a bit. Is that what you're doing? Are yeah. you shadow boxing? Heen, yeah. help me find the mechanism that opens this bookcase. There seems to be a door here. Tana, are you doing anything during this time? I was already knocking all the books off the shelves. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to anybody else, so I've knocked about two thirds of them off the shelf by now. Oh, well, in that case. She's not a reader. I'm not. Uh, the, the room has lit up with a blinding light. I need everyone to pass a DC oh, no. 15 constitution save. Oh, boy. Hey. Hey, I never passed those. <laughs> Read it and weep, Joey. I, I can't do it. It's a 15. Nice. <laughs> if you fail, take 15 radiant damage, and you're blinded for a minute. Wow. 
Uh, if you pass, take seven. And uh, JR, half whatever you would take otherwise. You know, you keep huh? saying that. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to get suspicious. I take the full damage regardless because I passed because I am. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do not like the light. Oh, you got a nice yep. sunburn. Finian, you know you're supposed to get a nice base tan and then you'd be good. Shh. Now all of Dragon Spiral knows you're here. <laughs> and in fact, you hear thumping above you. It seems like you've stirred uh, a, a people. Whether guards or profane, you're not sure, but people know you're here. Let's get this door open and out of here. Well, now's the time for force, and I'm going to summon a crowbar and slam it behind the bookcase and uh, astrally push it just to break the bookcase open. Uh, yeah, make a strength and athletics check for me. You said there were a few jars of these bugs. Uh, yeah, at least a dozen. And Okay, perfect. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to open up the main door, and I'm just going to start <laughs> throwing those in the hallway. <laughs> I, go, I go to stop you, and then what I think better of it and just kind of shrug and... <laughs> Go wild. I'm just gonna <laughs> fill this hallway with bugs and then reclose the door. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay wow, great. we released the pestilence and plague. Wow. It'll buy us some time. Agreed. Twenty not net. Wow. Uh, yeah, you managed to start pulling this bookshelf away from the wall. You can hear uh, some kind of gear mechanism grinding as it as you're forcing it open, uh, and you open it enough that. The party could sneak through, though you're you're you have to stay to hold it open. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that, Joey. I'm gonna cast a wedge instead. I'll transform the crowbar into a wedge, prop it, and motion forward. I will yeah, okay. run through. I will put a chair in front of the door and then run through. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna put the unconscious guard in the chair on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the other side of this bookcase is darkness. Uh, Finian, you have dark vision, you can see. And Tana, maybe you do I as have well. Dark the rest of you, it is very, very dark. I keep stepping on Finian's heels. <laughs> I'll, light, I'll light a fireball that I hover over my hand to help illuminate wherever okay, it is that we're walking. Great. So you see, you're in um, an, just this stone pathway. It's only about 20 feet long. And then it leads to a staircase that spirals downward. Well, that seems promising. I think we found the dragon spiral. That's cool. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. Roll credits. <laughs> Let's go. We will tumble down these stairs. Acrobatically. Yep. Right. Tumble check. <laughs> Descending this spiral staircase, you're assaulted by the smell of death and rot. You must be close, given that you're looking for a black dragon. Yeah. The stairs lead down, obviously, into a square room about 60 feet per stone wall. Most of it is dominated by a gleaming mithril cage, inside which sleeps a fully grown black dragon, nearly Avru's size. Wow. Cloudy gems are inlaid in the cage and they pull softly in unison. Along the opposite wall hang three sets of manacles, most angle empty, Though there is a single fresh corpse hanging from his wrists in one of them. Hmm. Snack? <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Probably. I just assume. You're not wrong. How, how big are the bars? How thick are they or yeah. how far apart? How far apart are they? Yeah. Uh, they're about a foot apart. I have an idea, Finian. <laughs> Polymorph this dragon into something small that'll fit through the we'll bars. Have, we'll have to convince it to allow me to do that, but yeah, that would work. 
Oh, I can talk to him. Yeah. Mr. Dragon. <laughs> Your mother sent us. The, the dragon opens one eye and his pupil dilates as he sees you. He rises slowly, standing as tall as he can in this really tight cage. And now that you can see him fully, you see just how emaciated and malnourished he is. He doesn't say anything, though he watches you intently. I will speak in Draconic to him. We are here to get you out. We were sent by your mother. I am your mother's third warlock. And I will cast Dragon's Breath on me so I can breathe acid. Oh. So I get an acid breath attack and I will breathe out a cone of acid to show him that I am a black dragon warlock. The acid hits the stone and you're surprised that it does not melt through it. It seems like there is some kind of ward against acid here. However, the dragon is still impressed and intrigued by a human that just vomited up a cone of acid. Aren't Speaking in his own language too. Yeah, right, right. I turned to him. Did you know he could do that? I don't question what JR can do to you now. <laughs> it's best for everyone's sanity. <laughs> his tongue flicks out of his mouth. I was expecting someone taller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 6'1". <six> <laughs> you don't smell like the swamp. You smell of rain and ocean. Who are you really? Well, I recently changed dragons. So I haven't completely turned into the swamp. I still reek of the disgusting northern air. <laughs> he, he, that seems to be acceptable to him. Fine, what are you waiting for? Free me. I need you to be willing. This food over here, and I'll look at uh, Finian. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron looks so affronted. I'm trying to appease you. Yeah. Draconic, so I'm like, just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right, you just hear your name. He will use his filthy mercy magic on you, but it is necessary for you to escape these bars. He bares his teeth, and you see he's thinking through his options. And then you hear footsteps echoing from above. Someone is rushing rather quickly down the stairs. You all have not a lot of time to react to this. What do you do? I'm going to uh, turn towards the stairs and get ready to cast Firewall if I need to. Not to hurt them, just to keep them from getting closer. Uh, a vulture, Arakakra, steps into the dungeon. Tana, do you let loose your wall of fire? I will give the vulture, Arakakra, two seconds to let me know what he's doing. The, the immediate response you get is recognition. He recognizes me? Yeah, or? he seems surprised that, that you're here. Okay, I'll add five more Mississippis before I <laughs> ignite my firewall. He, he gasps. Uh, and then looks around at all of you at the scene of the five of you who have broken into his dungeon. What, what are you doing here? <sighs> Dude, you've got like three more Mississippis before I hit you with a wall of fire. No, Tana, stop. I'm not here to fight you. What? Unless you are here to fight me. How do you know my name? 
His feathers rise at angles off of his skin, almost as if goosebumps have racked his entire body. And then they begin fluttering as they shift around, moving across him and settling into different places. As his feathers reset, they change form, turning into pale skin. In the span of moments, the Aarakocra warped into an elf with bone oh. antlers and long black oh, hair. Not Valier. just any elf. Valir, the man who rescued you all from the path of malice. Valir, buddy! And that is where we'll continue next week. <gasps> no, I want to talk to Valir. You will next week. <laughs> I will talk to him right now. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to our podcast. And a special thanks to our creator deities, Ricky, Zach, and Linda. Our deities, Malpomini, Pete M, Big Boy Vic, and Alley Cat. Our celestials, Iron Jaw, David Green, and Virgil McClurkin. Our hero, Chris Matowski, and all of our adventurers, if you want to affect the story like they do and test how long I can <laughs> read this stuff on one breath, come roll with us on Patreon. That's all I have for today. See you next week. Thanks, See guys. Thanks Thank for our presence. Woohoo! Well, I mean, I, <clears throat> listen, I kind of have a small idea here that might work. So I, I don't know if you guys know, but I actually can't cast magic. So I have really? a plan. We hadn't noticed. <laughs> I, I have a plan. All right, listen. Every good heist has someone on the inside. So I'm going <laughs> to let me let me try and apply for a job in this manner. And I'll get the inside scoop. Perhaps, I'll be, you, uh, could, perhaps you could be apply for the job shoveling shit in the dragon. That would work. Uh, uh, enclosure. And then I'll be a mole. A mole. No. <laughs> <laughs>